just a little public service announcement before the latest episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. New York this, New York that. Yo, is Staten Island even really part of New York? A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. These Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So, this happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. These Staten Island boys are no joke. These Staten Island boys are no joke. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back here on Spotify, completely for free on the weekend. Just search for Dies in Your House. Do the same thing on Apple Podcasts. Completely for free every weekend. Just search for Dies in Your House. We can go to soundcloud.com slash dies in your house if, you know, if you're working on your mixtape and, like, also you want to listen to some facts and fighting fascism, do that at soundcloud.com slash dies in your house. Or if you want to be premium, if you want to get yourself the podcast a day early, get yourself some personalized artwork, get yourself access to bonus content like the Zoomcast, Check us out at patreon.com slash J-A-Y-P-O-R-K-S. That is J-Porks. That's my name. What it do, what it be, what it is. What is the word, what goes on. More importantly, what's the vibes? Like, what are the vibes right now? What's the vibbies? What's the vibroni pizzas? Um, let me tell you a true story. First of all, every week on this podcast, this podcast has been many things over the, you know, course of the, the, um, not eight years we've been doing it, but for the last couple of years we've been fighting fascism, and right now, in this moment, besides voting, which is something we need to do, shout outs to California, um, besides voting in elections, because they're important, we need to understand that Republicans in 2020, uh, Republicans in 2021, and in 2020, these people are Nazis, there is no end around they want to inflict fascism on our country and ruin little little democracy we got going on over here a little but if you want to know like fascism i'm not gonna read a definition for you but I'll, i'll ask technology hey google what is fascism According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and of the economy, which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. So, in short, they're Nazis. That's what they are. They're 
They're Nazis. And, like, we, we need to call it like it is. We can't go around having conversations with people that are Nazis. Okay? Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kevin McCarthy, Larry Nass, Larry Elder. Same difference, I guess. All these guys are Nazis. All these people need to be removed from public service. Like, you see, like, if I was a Nazi, I would I would have said something crazy there. But no, these people need to be removed from elected offices. They need to be removed from government. Because we can't have Nazis in our government doing government things. Inside baseball, I always, I always do that little... I always say, hey, inside baseball, um, means like I'm about to say something that is behind the scenes, but I'm going to say it here. Um... I came home from work, and I was going about my day. I didn't realize what day it was, and I forgot I had to record the podcast today. I thought I was recording the podcast tomorrow or the next day. So, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in off basically, I had a plan. Today I was developing a plan. It was going to take a, a day, but whatever. So let's, let's go with it. We're going to talk about the California recall later on. How crazy that is that that happened, but luckily, Gavin Newsom. Shoutouts to him. Um, but there's things I want to circle back to. First of all, like we're, we're always going to do that. We're always going to go back, and again, first and foremost, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own, and are not that of my employer. I don't want anyone to have the wrong idea and to think that the views and opinions on this podcast are that of my employer. They are not. These are my views, my own views. Anyhow. So, like, I had a couple of things. But also, we have a lot of podcasts and we have a lot of new listeners that are going to come along. Because, like, you know, I talk to more people every day. And people are going to listen. So when you go back and you see episodes like Free Britney, for instance, you're going to say, wow, Jay wants to free Britney? Yeah, I do. And you should too if you read anything about what is going on with that. I read about a third of what's going on with that. And she needs to be free. Well, I hear she's going to be free. The father wants to dissolve the... The father controls her money. I don't know what the thing's called. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know what it's called. I'd have to look it up. And then I'd have to pronounce it. And I'd pronounce it wrong a couple of times. And, you know, single girls would tune out. They would realize that I'm not a reader. They would realize that my wit and charm only goes so far, and they would not want to listen to me anymore. So I'm not going to do that, but she was in this thing where her father controls all her money, and she has to, like, she's in Vegas doing shows. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No one else did either, because she can't leave a room, she can't post on social media. Well, the father wants to dissolve the conservative ship, that's what it's called. Ha. Was cracking, baby. For no floss. Um... The father wants to dissolve it. So that's good. So piggybacking on a previous episode, we were like, free Britney. It looks like the process is in place for Britney to be free. Although to be, you know, to get to keep her money and spend it how she wants. But also like this should have happened years ago. I understand she went crazy that one time. It was once like... One time. 
It, but whatever. She's word on the street. Word in. I got an alert the other day in Newton, Washington Post, that the father has filed the papers. So we'll see how that goes. So shout outs to Brittany, free Brittany. No, I'm not like I don't own every Britney Spears album, but like it's a human rights thing. If you make money, you know what I'm saying. I don't want my check getting direct deposited to someone else's account. You know, when I go to work, what does that do? Anyhow, also, if you scroll back, you're gonna see, hey Jay, why do you have a whole episode about Olivia Rodrigo sour? Well, I'll tell you why, cause it's the best record to come out this year, and. That's, you know, you can, you, we can fight about that. Like, with hands. Hands and feet. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is this decade's jagged little pill. Sour is the album of the year. And she took home a bunch of VMAs, Olivia Rodrigo. And she was, had some good performances at the VMAs. And shoutouts to her. And, like, you know, y'all can listen to Kanye, Donda, Donda. Y'all can listen to us, CLB, Drake. And I feel like a longer Drake episode is brewing. But I... We'll get there. Um, There's a difference between... Like, you might be asking me, Jay, which one do you hate more? Kanye or... or which... Donda? Donda or CLB? Well, I'll tell you. Um, Kanye's views on, like, life annoy me like when he gets in front of a microphone and he and listen i'm not saying you know hey man stick to the music i'm not saying that everybody has the right to express themselves in the way they want to i'm just saying that i when kanye expresses himself i disagree with what he's saying and i would not be someone that wants to be friends with somebody that expresses those views i'm not saying that he shouldn't express them there's a difference. So, but, you know, I'm going to listen to his records. Have you heard Kanye make a beat, yo? Like, I'm not stupid, you know? I might be hard-headed, but I'm not stupid. And uh, the difference between that and Drake is I real. I'm not listening to Drake. I, don't, I listen to rap music. You know what I'm saying? I listen to everything from gangster rap to grunge. You know what I'm saying? 90s everything. You know what I'm saying? Olivia Rodrigo's got pop, pop undertones. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't own any Michael Jackson records. You know what I'm saying? I don't own Chris Brown records. So why would I own a Drake record? And if you feel a certain way, I invite you to take it as you want it. So, like, we used to talk about music on this podcast. And I intended on talking about music. And again, remember when I said that I forgot, like, I, I forgot I had to record the podcast today. So I didn't have a, I mean, I was working on a plan, but I didn't have a plan. But it just so happened that I just accidentally segued from music, this podcast used to be about music, to something I was planning on talking about today. I'm a whiner, I'm sorry. I'm all hopped up on work. Um, I'm on the bus on the way home, you know. And I see a tweet. I forgot my headphones. Today I forgot my headphones. Tight. Hate that. This is why I hate AirPods. Because you have to charge them. And when you're charging them, you forget to to take them with you when you're going somewhere. 
That's why I hate them. So, I forgot them. So on the way home from work, I'm just scrolling my phone, Twitter, and I see Rolling Stone. They got a list. 500 greatest songs of all time. I don't know if you know, I'm a big fan of list culture, yo. I like lists. If you have an article with a list, if you have a YouTube video with a list, and it's a topic I have an inkling of caring about, I will listen to that. I promise. I mean, listen to that. (laughs) I will watch that video. I will read that article. But, uh, so I click on Rolling Stone's list, and this is, like, my problem with freaking, this is just my problem with music news websites, and this is something I complained about before, years ago, when I used to be in the game. When I used to be somebody, and don't make that face, because I was in the game. I was getting into free shows back when you were still in school, fam. That's a fact. I was press passes. I was backstage with Dean Ween before you graduated 8th grade, okay? But I was in the game, right? And I used to write articles and look, you know, I had a website. Write articles, music news and reviews, you know, and I'd be able to see how many views we got and where the traffic's going. And, you know, there would be certain times where a certain artist drops some tour dates and it's a really, it's a nothing post, but I know people like this artist and I know it's going to get views. You, when you do, when you write an article that is only based, the notion is to get people to click on it. So people can view the ad that you have on the page and you can get like a quarter of a of a penny every 50 clicks or whatever. That's called clickbait. That's something baiting you in to get views. Now I would expect this from up and coming sites. It's a website, I don't want to be a dick, but this website Alternative Nation, it was Alt Nation. They used to have these headlines where it was like Lead singer of influential 90s band speaks out. You know what I'm saying? That's the headline. So even if you don't care about what the article is, you scroll back and you're wondering, who's he talking about? And you click it and boom, there it is. They got you. And I used to do that. No cap. You know? Besides my concert review stuff, which I used to do, which I have a YouTube page full of videos that you can go check out of all my past shows if you don't think that this is real so rolling stone i'm expecting to click on a list of songs and i could scroll down the list and get to number one i got off work when this the day this is being recorded this time this is being recorded, I got off work four hours before I recorded this. I still cannot get to the end of this list. I have, st- I can't. 
each, so they got it broken down by the hundreds. The reason being, because when you go 500 to 401, that's a, that's a view. When you go to the next one, so now everybody reading this is getting, everybody um, clicking on this is delivering Rolling Stone with one, two, three, four, five, five, and then I'm sure there's an additional one for number one, six views per person. And there are ads on these pages. The revenue that's getting brought in. But, but I don't care if you want, but what's annoying me about it is that I can't get to the top of the list. And I am frustrated about it because I want to talk about, hey, look, this is like the top rap song. You know what I'm saying? And I want to talk about this because I want to get back to talk about music while Joe Biden's in the White House. You know, and we're having a good time. Democrats have the majority, even though, you know, Republican Nazis are blocking us from doing everything because they're freaking Nazis and they're always going to Nazi. I just want to get to the top of this list and make fun of the number one song. And tell everybody, listen, this is why, you know, here's my complaints about this. But, four hours in, and I can't find a way to load, the, get this page to load, and get the actual 500 greatest songs of all time list. Nobody on a blog has made a list of it. It's not like anyone's here to help me. I tweeted at Rolling Stone to let them know my displeasure in this. Because if there's one thing, like, clickbait is one thing. I hate when websites know what they're doing, yo. Like, if an artist wants to tease stuff, like, that's annoying, but whatever, that's an artist. But, like, bro, Rolling Stone magazine does not need another buck. I, they're... They are the premier. Like, when I was in the game, the in my mind, Rolling Stone was the top. That's where you get in, like, rock and roll music journalism. Like, I guess, on documentarian. Concert archivist. That's what I started calling myself. Because I'm, I'm good at the content. I'm not really that good at the... Uh, Not good at telling stories, like, writing-wise. Because I have anxiety, so, like, I'll reread it 20 times and try to make it perfect. Here, I just spit-ish, you know? I don't care. And I love you guys. And if you're like, Jay, it sounds like you're killing time. Yeah, it's because I'm trying to get this list. I'm trying to get it to load up. 82. Jeez Louise. I haven't gotten past 50. 50 was Dionne Warwick. I remember that. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to tell people to follow her because her Twitter is mad funny. Because it's like real. She like, she'll be like, Chance, why are you Chance the rapper? And like, she'll at him. And he'll be like, I can't believe Dionne Warwick knows who I am. And it's hilarious. Dionne Warwick is a legend. There's Donna Summer. Donna Summer is number 52. At, uh, in 1977, I Feel Love. That's, you know... How high I've gotten here. And again, I really want to make fun of this. But they're, they're preventing you from. So now I'm just going to type it in. 
Uh, Rolling Stone top 500 songs of all time. What is happening? Like, and while all this is going on, the Republicans are still Nazis. So there's a there's a Wikipedia page. Thank you. <laughs> there's a Wikipedia page for it. And speaking of Wikipedia, I used to when I was in college. There was a pet peeve of mine, right? There always used to be teachers that said you can't cite Wikipedia. Don't use Wikipedia. First of all, I'm definitely using Wikipedia. I'm not going to cite it as a source because that's just stupid. But I'm going to use it as a guide. Just like I'm gonna, If I see something, then I'm going to look that up triply to see if it's right. Anyhow, there was this one teacher that was like... He loaded up the, the screen and he went to some Wikipedia page and he edited it. And he said, you see? You see how easy it is to edit a Wikipedia page? He's like, I do this all day. I go around editing pages. He's like, anyone could do it. That's why you can't trust Wikipedia. I'm like, my guy, you're, you're part of the problem, not the solution. Why don't you go stop trolling the internet and freaking leave it alone? So that really bothered me. So there's a, there was a list in 2003, there was a list in 2010, and the Wikipedia page doesn't have the one that just got released. Oh my god. I just want to know who's number one. Okay, so I, I guess we're not doing that. We're not going to do Rolling Stone, the 500 greatest songs of all time. Now, nah, I'm going to, I'm, you know what? I'm in a rare move. In a rare move, I'm pausing. I never pause the podcast and do things, but I'm doing it right now. And thankfully, BrooklynVegan.com. BrooklynVegan.com is a music, believe it or not, a music news site run out of Brooklyn by a guy who's a ve- by a person who is a vegan. Um, like if you want to get like tour dates, or if you want to say, hey, who do who's gonna be playing? Like who's going on tour in our town? I know it's COVID and stuff, but I'm just saying, BrooklynVegan.com was one of the first websites that actually cited one of my pieces, like one of like used my videos, used my pictures for their posts, and like. That made me feel real back in the day. So I just want to let them know. So they got the top 25 in an easy list for me. So I am. we are going to go through the 25 greatest songs according to RollingStone.com. Courtesy of BrooklynVegan.com. Again, go BrooklynVegan.com. 25. Runaway, Kanye West and Pusha T. So, I read the little blurb. Is that the one, Toast for the Douchebags? Because I like that song. That's a good. That's a good song. 
I got no hate for that song. But like 25, like a lot of songs have been released, bro. Like you got to think about all the songs that that's beating. And all the songs that are not going to be mentioned. And you're like, wow, all those songs are behind this? 24, The Beatles, A Day in a Life. Of course, I love that song. 23, Jordan, is uh, David Bowie, Heroes. True story, I read the blurb. It's actually one of the ones I saw. And David Bowie got inspired to write that song when he was in, like, Berlin and he was all, like, coked out and stuff. And he saw these, like, this couple, like, doing it, like, against the Berlin Wall. Like, they were bang they were getting busy, like, under a bench. And he's like, why would they choose to do it on the street right there? Like, what, what, he didn't get it and he still doesn't get it, but, like, if now I'm thinking about we can be heroes just for one day. Like now when I hear it, I'm like, that definitely sounds like the soundtrack of people that would be having sex on the street by the Berlin Wall. 22, the Ronettes, Be My Baby. That's a, a Phil Spector vehicle. 21 is Bill Hol Billy Holiday, Strange Fruit. Uh, 20 is Robin, Dancing on My Own. That's actually a fairly recent one. 19 is John Lennon, Imagine. 18 is Prince and the Revolution, Purple Rain. Here's one I got a problem with. Queen Bohemian Rhapsody is at 17. Bohemian Rhapsody's top five all time. Without question. And when we get up to the top five, which I haven't gotten to yet. I like, I'm keeping it away from me too. Um, 16 is Beyonce and Jay-Z, Crazy in Love. Is that, um, that's not 03 Bonnie and Clyde, right? So, I don't know. If I don't know what song it is right this second, does that mean it shouldn't be in the top 25? 15, The Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand. 14 is The Kinks, Waterloo Sunset. Kinks are good stuff. 13 is The Rolling Stones, Gimme Shelter. Great song. 12 is Stevie Wonder, Superstition. 11, The Beach Boys, God Only Knows. And now we are getting interesting. Number 10, Outcast. Hey, ya. The 10th greatest song of all time. 9, Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. The ninth greatest song ever. Ever in life. Number eight. Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Missy. Number eight. I gotta be honest with you. When I saw the video for that. When I was a kid. Like I wasn't thinking. Missy Elliott. This is the eighth greatest song of all time. But in retrospect. I don't have I'm not having an issue with that right now. Seven is the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. Beatles are in here a lot. Obviously. Though Drake's got more slaps than the Beatles. Uh anyway. Uh six is Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Much like what I say, what goes on? Number four, Nirvana smells like teen spirit. This is another could be number one, but it's in the top five, so I'm not complaining at all. Bob Dylan, number three, like a Rolling Stone. 
No, Bob Dylan number four. I'm sorry. Nirvana's number five. I skipped ahead. Still in the top five. Not mad at it. Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone, number four. Number three is Sam Cooke, A Change is Gonna Come. That's some old school classic shit right there. Number two, Public Enemy, Fight the Power. And ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, there is a Planet Fitness ad blocking number one. I do not know what the greatest song of all time is as of right now. I should know. It's not going to be Stairway to Heaven, right? That's mad annoying if we went through all this for Stairway to Heaven, I must say. Let's scroll up a little bit. The number one greatest song of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Ooh! Aretha Franklin. Respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Damn right. You damn right. I like that. I like that a lot. Shoutouts to that. So again, I I went into this thinking that there was going to be complaining. The only thing I have beef with is Queen is at number 17. You could easily... First of all, you can swap Queen with, with Waterloo Sunset at the Kinks and put Queen at 14 right there, right? And then, I mean, you could swap it out at 11 with the Beach Boys and then you got it in the top 11. Strawberry Fields Forever doesn't need to be top 10. Is that top 10? Drake in the top 10? That's great. Oh, ah. It's not there. That's a later episode. Aretha Franklin. I like that. So to recap, there's a quiz on this episode of the podcast. So, everyone reach under your desk and, you know, take that piece of paper that I taped there and pull out your number two pencils and let me know what the podcast was about today. What did you learn? No, seriously, here's what we learned. Republicans are Nazis, okay? And we had California. California has a Democratic governor, right? And a couple of GOP people, a couple of Republicans in California decided to have a recall election. What that is, is you say... I don't think this guy should be governor anymore. Let's have another election. Like, first of all, that's not how elections work. Second of all, the whole question of should we recall the governor and you have to vote no on the recall, say you like Gavin Newsom and you're like, yeah, Gavin Newsom, yes, yes, yes. I mean, no, no, no. Like, it's it's a confusing premise at the start from jump. Second of all, you had like 37 Republicans running against this one Democrat. So he, of course he won by like 35 points in an election that shouldn't have been happening. Oh, they don't like him because he's strict on COVID rules. Well, guess what? They like him. Like 70% of California likes him. More than any Republican that was put up there. And I heard Gavin Newsom make a speech the other day. He is a rising star in the Democratic Party if he can, like, stop having, stop being an elitist. He was at some party, maskless, early on in COVID, and it wasn't a good look. But, like, we really need to 
people like Gavin Newsom who could make speeches like that was made um, on the Monday night on the eve of election day in California when they had the recall election. He's a good guy. We need him to be one of the people. He doesn't go around raping women that we know of right now. So, like, having recall elections, which is not a thing that should be a thing, is a reason why we need to get out and vote and get rid of Republicans. Also, shout-outs to AOC. Yes, I said it. You're wondering why. You think the dress was stupid. Anyway, in case you don't know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez pulled up at the freaking... Pulled up at the Met Gala with a dress on, a white dress on, and on the back it said, Eat the Rich. Big... Or no, I'm sorry, it didn't say Eat the Rich. Damn. It said Tax the Rich. Now you might say to yourself... That ticket costs $30,000. She's not poor. Jay, what does it send? It just pisses people off. It does piss people off. But also, if you look at the analytics on Google of how many people searched the, the tax rate in America and the brackets in which how much money people pay in taxes based on what they earn, you would see that there was a huge spike in that number. Which means Americans and people around the world were getting educated on how corporations screw the little man day in, day out. Screw the little screw the little man, screw the little woman. Screw the little individual. And also, like the next day Biden tweeted, it's about time that, you know, big businesses and corporations and rich people pay their fair share. Like, so it did work. Our president tweeted about it the day after. So, like, maybe next time... Maybe next time do voting rights? Maybe just show up, you know, show up at um, the Tribeca Film Festival in a white, a white dress that says, like, voting rights on the back or just John Lewis's face. You know what I'm saying? Because it's working. It got traction. People paid attention. And people learned a thing or two. And when people learn, that's something good. Learning is good. J-Pox dies in your house exclusively wherever on the internet you thought you were hiding from me. Spotify, search for dies in your house. Apple Podcasts, search for dies in your house. SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house. Instagram dies in your house. Twitter at jporks. Till next week, you know the Viberonis. Late.